Hey guys, it's Amina Lee from the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast. And on this podcast, we talk about everything tea, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And today's podcast episode is going to be the first ever podcast episode where everything about spirituality, meditation, affirmations. This is like the first ever podcast that these type of topics and discussions were actually, you know, talked about on the Lifestyle of Amelie podcast. And I have the pleasure to talk about these amazing topics and subjects with Iman Ali. And she is actually an integrative therapist and intuitive and she's just an amazing person and make sure you guys hear her on her journey her spiritual journey how she found out her gift and you might find out a couple fun facts about her and me along the way and make sure you guys stay tuned and subscribe to the lifestyle of amina lee podcast hey everybody it's iman Ali on with Amina Lee. Hey. <laughs> so today hey, we're gonna Hey, so we're gonna talk about a lot of important things today. So we're gonna start with some cool questions. So I advise all listeners to stay tuned and subscribe to the lifestyle of Amina Lee Podcast. So first question, why are vision boards important? Oh my god. So that's a very important question and it's really like a matter of, you know, you know, how your life is going to unfold because vision boards, um, they really are gateways to manifesting your desire. So we always have heard throughout, write your goals down. Um, make sure you write them because there is power in writing uh, down what it is that you want to manifest or what you want to see in your life, okay? But imagine... Uh, writing them down, but then also being able to see your goals, to see them in in full color, which is what where the vision boards come in. So some vision boards, there's a combination of words that you might cut out of the magazine, but then there's also images that go along with those words. So we always hear a picture is worth a thousand words. And so there's certain, if you see a certain car you want to manifest, or it's a house, or it's an abstract idea, like, okay, I want, you know, to to have power or to, to have, um, you know, peace or whatever it is that you want. You just take those words, cut them out of a magazine, take the pictures that also... Uh, remind you of the thing that you want, or they may be the actual thing that you want, and you place them in there. So being able to look at that and see that every single day is giving you some type of mental stimulation, but also it's giving you some type of emotional charge. So in science, when you think a thought, a thought is, has, and is an electrical pulse. But when you feel something, it has magnetism. So magnetism along with a thought, if you hold a thought at a certain for a certain amount of time, but then you also have a certain feeling associated with that thought, that's called an electromag I'm giving you guys some scientific stuff here, but it's called an electro magnetic signature that you're sending out so you're literally broadcasting 
feeling and thinking on a thought. I want to manifest you know, this new career or this new outfit. It could be even something you feel like you've already got it. And you walk around in that feeling. And then, lo and behold, somebody comes up to you and, you know, gives you that which you've been looking for. It's because you're actually sending a signal out, like a radio or a television or anything. That is how it works. So vision boards absolutely help you to get there it's a tool to help you manifest whatever it is that you want that is amazing so for the second question being gifted can come in so many ways but for yourself when did you know that you were gifted oh my god i think it's something that you know i felt when i was very small uh i think we all as you know young children we feel that we can do sometimes we feel we can do anything because when you're young you don't have anybody telling you that it's not possible you play you make believe and when you make believe you know things happen and so as a child I always would um just dream and think and then I would try to you know manifest my dreams and so I would write plays and perform or I would play uh, and pretend that I was, you know, doing some type of performance. And so I realized then when I started in school that I had a power that could, like, move the crowd or make people laugh or whatever. So I kind of knew something then, like, growing up, and I'm like, oh, one day I'm going to do this or one day I'm going to do that. And so... Then when I started seeing some of the things begin to manifest or happen in my life that I saw when I was little, uh, like, for example, always thinking that I would one day work with Michael Jackson all the time. Like, everybody that you could even think of who loved Michael Jackson was always like, yeah, you know, you're dancing like Michael Jackson, wearing the clothes like Michael Jackson. We grew up in the era when there were no blacks on MTV and Michael Jackson's Thriller was the first, very, very, very first black video to be played on MTV. It was huge. So always thinking that. And then, lo and behold, right before uh, the This Is It tour, and of course, which never took place, I got the opportunity to uh, put together... Um, a marketing plan for for his This Is It tour and that he saw that Monday before he passed. So that is a form of being gifted when you're being able to feel and know and sense something before it happens. And we all have that ability, but we don't listen to that voice that's within us and we don't move on it. So I want to encourage everybody, if you have you know, something that seems way out, like that just seems way out of the possibility. I would never tell anybody that, but that's what I felt inside of me. Like, yeah. But if you have something, you know, follow it. Follow it. Follow up on it. It's real. It's not something that you're just imagining. It's something to it. And if you take certain steps toward it, you'll begin to, it'll begin to unfold for you. Ooh, that was that was really good. Um, 
So, like, more explain that question. When you said that you were young and you discovered your gift, like, what age exactly do you think? I think I was around seven or eight years old when I knew, like, I could act and I could write. I started writing. I was really shy, um, and I couldn't really express myself, like, verbally at first. So what I would do was I would start writing. So if I wanted to tell my mother something, I would start writing letters, or I would write letters to God. Like, it became my way of expression, and I was sort of alone a lot. And so when you're alone a lot, you get to, you have to be creative, right? So you start, you know, doing things, and I saw that I had a, a knack for fashion, and I can put these different outfits together on this doll, and I could just be all this stuff. So I think I was around seven or eight years old when I kind of understood that there were some things about me that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and for yeah. the third question i'm gonna ask so the audience probably doesn't know that you are my aunt but can you tell them yeah. how you have problem shit like help shape my light yeah well that goes back to the whole question about you know knowing and feeling like i've always been able to um sense and feel like what was coming next or see something that really wasn't maybe everybody couldn't see. So, like in 2002, when I met President Barack Obama, at that time he was an Illinois senator, and I met him that day at Springfield in Illinois, and I had been meeting all of these congressmen and senators through throughout the day. He was the last person that we stopped by to meet. And... Um, my boss was talking to him, and I was just standing there. But he struck me so, struck me like something different about him. And it wasn't that he had said anything, nothing but hide me, and I'm just standing there. But I really felt like, wow, he's definitely, he's younger than everybody else that I've seen today. And it was just something with him. So then two years later, he runs for the U.S. Senate here in Chicago. And I was like, I need to work with, I'm supposed to be working with Barack Obama, and I want to help him win this election. And my, my boss at the time was like, no, he's not going to win. He doesn't have any money, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, but I still think we should go after Barack Obama. And I asked her three different times on three different occasions, and she just, just turned me down each time. And so then I, at the time, had started working with Hip Hop Mobile Russell Simmons, and his whole voter registration initiative, and I said, oh, I need to invite Barack Obama to the hip-hop summit so he could speak to the young people and then be introduced to the hip-hop artists. And so that's how it happened. I ended up being the first one to introduce Barack Obama to uh, the uh, whole hip-hop community that day here in Chicago. Um back in 2004 but little did I know that was he was going to become president and that hip-hop was going to help elect him so likewise with how I felt and saw something I wouldn't let go it wouldn't let me go and I wouldn't let it go the thought that there was something different about this man and that he needed to be connected with these people in hip-hop and I just moved on it same thing when I met you Amina um 
course, I met your mom at one of our hip hop summits, um, and she was with uh, John Gotti's family. And then we started talking, and we just instantly connected. And when I first met you, we were in a, a restaurant in Harlem, and you were—I don't know what was going on that day, but you had the saddest little face. <laughs> and I remember at the we were at this restaurant. I forget the name of it, but your uncle Steve was there, and your mom. And I was like, this baby, it's like, I was like, come here, and I just put you on my lap, and I just started talking to you, because I saw something in you that, like I said, when I saw Barack Obama, I saw, like, this girl is so gifted. I saw myself, too, uh, a lot in you, and I understood you, I understood where you were, and I just started speaking to you, and then I started talking to your mom just about, you know, how to speak life into you and, you know, speak positive affirmations into you. And we just kept going from there. And throughout the whole period, we just always on the phone, you know, saying, how's Amina, what, telling your mom, you know, to, um, to tell you this, to, you know, tell you you're a millionaire, a billionaire, and all this. <laughs> we just kept going, you know, through everything from Reverend Ike to... Uh, going and, you know, taking you guys to the White House and taking you to the Congressional Black Caucus, just surrounding you guys, you and my son, around, um, you know, positive images and just letting you know through us that you could do anything if you could see us do it, then you could do it too. And so it just was really something. I remember when you and Hassan took a picture outside the White House and somebody said, because Hassan's light skin, and they're like, oh, Barack and Michelle, the little mini Barack and Michelle, was so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you had your eye, you were rolling your eyes. <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, because Hassan put his arm around you. But anyway, so it just has been like such a blessing to see you actually take hold. And I remember sending you some journals for your for your birthday. And they're of course they're black. They're they're just blank pages. But on those pages what I wanted to do was to just inspire you, keep you inspired about writing and also for you to write your vision, you know, through through that through that book and that and that pen. And I think I sent you in some type of case that was like you know, and I'm like, if she can get this, she can write her future. She can write her history in advance. And so to see where you are today, I'm so proud. And then see that you actually wrote your first book, The Survival Guide in High School, and all the work you do, Industry Kids, and this project, and Beauty Con. I'm just so proud of you <laughs> because sometimes you just don't know if what you're saying is actually if somebody's actually listening, but you just keep talking, you know, people say I talk too much. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so proud to see that you, you know, you really took a hold of everything that your mom and so many, your mom always putting you around positive people and people who, you know, are empowered themselves. And, and, and you're just, we're all so proud of you, and, and we're so grateful. You inspire all of us to be even greater and be better. So thank you, Amina. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the White House, that was a funny day. <laughs> <laughs> 
yes, it was. I was like, Amina. And then, and then your mom was like, Athena, Athena got attitude. I was like, leave her alone. And I was always hugging you. You had this big flower in your hair. You were always fashionable now, even when you were little. Like, you had the flowers in your hair. Yes. <laughs> and... For the power of manifestation, do you think that more kids should know the power of it? Oh, absolutely. I think that it should be mandatory training uh, and that all parents should be teaching their children from when they're little. When you're, when you're little, you, you don't have any limitations. It's only after you've been in the world for a while, people try to tell you you can't do this, you can't that and then you start seeing certain things or limitations from your family that make you stop dreaming and make you stop you know playing and making magic but that's not what's supposed to happen you're supposed to continue that so with me and like how I train my son is to to sit in meditation to visualize like whatever it is that you want or you don't want, take your attention off of it, and then it'll disappear. Put your attention on it, give it energy, it's going to live, it's going to grow. So whatever you put your energy on, that's what grows. And so people need to teach their children. My son told me something that was so amazing. He said this, of course, he's tw- almost 21 now, and in his third year in college, and he said, Mom, you could, there's no amount of material things that you have ever given me, no PlayStations, no no clothes, nothing that could be, beat or top what you taught me about the, the law of attraction. Because, Mom, you taught me how to bring things into my life, and so there's nothing that I can't achieve if I, if, if, if I, I can't, there's nothing that I can't achieve if, um, I just, you know, visualize and use this this technique, these techniques that you taught me. And so that just really just was like, oh, my God, such a moment. Um, and I just think that when you rear your child like that, then they grow up. They're not going to forget and they're going to grow up and know that there's nothing impossible for them. So it absolutely needs to be, I think it should be a part of, you know, the curriculum in school, uh, teaching about quantum physics, um, but teaching about it in a way of how can I manifest what I want, you know, or things that I, things that may not be in existence now, how can I do that? So, yeah, it should be a part of everybody's training. Yeah, I do highly agree with that, especially with the schools. I feel like young students, that should be like a mandatory class or something. Absolutely. Like, even doing vision boards instead of, like, in art school. You know, like, vision boards should just be a part of art, you know? Like, yeah, everybody has to create vision boards for the year, you know? What type of grades you want to get this year? You're amazed how it happens effortlessly when you have a vision board. It's like you don't even try, it just happened mm-hmm. it was stripped out yeah and also last question how can my audience find you with all the new projects that you are working on yeah so uh there's there's some very exciting stuff that you know i'm working on of course i've worked in the entertainment industry and cause celebrity cause marketing i've always been about the 
community and then about empowerment. Uh, so I work with the artists exclusively on their nonprofit organizations and social cause initiatives. So whether that was voter registration uh, to, um, you know, bringing Snoop Dogg's Football League into the city of Chicago to keep kids off the street to, you know, Tupac Shakur's uh, Howl If You Hear Me on Broadway taking kids from the Bronx and from Queens uh, to see their first musical uh, based off of Tupac's music. Um, so I've always worked in that capacity. And so my latest thing now is all around mental health and and wellness in general for the hip-hop community. And so what we're doing there, we've launched a campaign called Hip Hop Wellness, uh, the Hip Hop Wellness Experience. And so with that, uh, we're just really working. Um, we've partnered with G Herbo and his new new project called PTSD. Um, PTSD, of course, is post-traumatic stress disorder. And, you know, sometimes when you grow up in these inner cities, you see a lot of violence. You might you know, be a victim of violence where he was shot at 15 and by the age of 17 he had almost 18 of his close friends and family members, um, you know, gunned down in the city of Chicago. I mean, it's, it's called Chirac uh, for a reason because there's a lot of violence that's going on in that city. I know you're headed there this coming week, uh, so we really need your your energy in the, in the building. But hip hop wellness is all about the eight dimensions of wellness, and mental health is one of our biggest pieces. So we're also teaching, you know, just having a conversation on historically black colleges and universities with the artists who have come forward. We've seen what you know people like Kanye and uh, J Cole and others who who've come forth to talk about everything from meditation to um, just different healing techniques that we can do. So we're introducing people to um, different ways in which they can manage their stress, right? So we're all, meditation is one very easy and simple, simple thing to do. And we definitely want to, you know, increase that inside of schools. Um, the, uh, so they can go to at Hip Hop Wellness. They can follow us on Instagram at Hip Hop Wellness or Hip Hop Wellness Life is the website. Um, the second piece, of course, is we've seen so much going on with how to protect your energy with all of the crystals and, and all of the tarot cards and all the stuff that's been becoming quote unquote fad, which means your mom has been on for many, many years talking mm-hmm. about protecting energy and getting candles and lighting candles. Um, and so uh, you can go, they can go to Psychic Chic, uh, where Psychic is Vogue, and that's all about, you know, the metaphysical side of life and how can you, you know, um, protect uh, your energy and how can you, you know, um, move energy out of your space so that you can live your best life. And so they could follow me at the real Iman Ali uh, and at Psychic Cheek uh, on Instagram. So they can find out all the information there. Okay, so I'm going to include all of that in the description so they can find you there. But thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Oh my God, thank you for having this like one of the best days of my life to be <laughs> on 
the immediately lifestyle. Like, this is, like, big. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> so proud of this. Like, I'm so proud of you, Amina. We love you so much. Keep going. And the sky is not the limit because you got the whole galaxy. So do your thing, girl. Thank you. This is my first ever, like, podcast where I've, like, discussed these type of topics. So I can't wait to share it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So I'd love to come back and do more and just, you know, continue to educate. And we got to get our younger, younger children. The children are already there. There's so many talented, gifted young people that are coming on the planet. There, some of the people are calling them autistic, autistic, but they're just at a higher frequency, and they're here to help us transition to a higher frequency. So we're really excited to work with some of these gifted children as well. So thanks, Amina. No, thank you. So thank you guys for listening to the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast. Yes. To close out the podcast, I hope you guys liked everything that was discussed about meditation, knowing who you are, knowing your gift, knowing, like, just knowing your gift and finding out who you are and, you know, meditating, doing one thing at a time and building it up. It's really going to help you. And, you know, this was like the first ever podcast episode where I've actually done this to talk about spirituality, you know, all of that good stuff. But, um... Yeah, that this is like probably one of my favorite podcast episodes. It was actually really, really fun. And you got to hear about my White House um, journey, about me not wanting to be there because the Secret Service didn't have my name down on the list when we went inside the White House. But it's all right. I still went, but I was still pretty mad that day. But um, <laughs> make sure you guys subscribe to the Lifestyle of Amelie podcast. Like, comment, and share with your friends. And make sure to rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts and peace.